Contemplating a trip to Mars in the near future for 150 years. What kind of a near future is 150 years? Oh, it's easy enough to sit back and be content. People like you laugh at Christopher Columbus. Who is Christopher Columbus? You sure don't know your history. Christopher Columbus was the name of the first rocket ship to get to the moon way back in 1980. And people like you say they never do that. Ah, uh, the moon's real close. Oh, I'm in no hurry to get Mars explored. No, Maybell? Why not? Oh, I know what she means, Dink. It could be pretty scary, those Martians. Their ears could be in their feet, and the eyes could be in the tops of their heads, and the mouths. For all I know, the mouths might be in the back of their necks. Oh, it, it just terrifies me. Eh, nothing to be scared of. Well, if you'll excuse me, I've got to get to my aerological class. Boy, we sure kidded her, didn't we? Oh, I wasn't kidding, Dink. Did you think I was kidding? Sure, I thought you were. Huh? You worried, Kitty? No, I'd like to go to Mars. As a matter of fact, I'd like to go before the expedition does. I'd like to get there first. For what? For what? Wouldn't you like to be a hero, Dink? Wouldn't you like to go down in history? Yeah, yeah, I guess so, Mickey. I'm just as glad, though, that there isn't anything we can do about it. Who says there isn't anything we can do about it? But we couldn't go to Mars, Mickey. Why not? Well... We haven't got a spaceship. We can get one. Huh? Here. 
Interesting. Today's facsimile paper. Bargains, values, miracles. Don't buy a second-hand spaceship until you see Tillman's terrific values. A 2020 BG Venus Voyager, eight passenger, $900, like new. Huh, you see, we could just buy one. Except we haven't got $900. Thank goodness. Well, I got $60 I made last summer doing our job. And you got 45 But I'm saving that. Now, but... Wait a second. Listen to this. 1989 N2 Rocket Cat, three passengers, 8750 What could you expect? That's our boat. But, Mickey, Mickey, it's bound to be a pile of junk. We can do a little work on it and put it in shape in no time. Besides, we'll have 1750 to do it on. Mickey, do you want to go down in history in Texan? Yeah, but I'm a little uneasy about going up in an 8750 spaceship. <laughs> Gee, I never thought we'd get the old crate home. How's it shaping up, Mickey? Oh, it's great. Did you get that atomic battery off the re-energizer down the fueling station? Oh, I got it right with me, Mick. Only Mick, yeah? I feel a little shaky about it. There's no sense pretending I don't. Oh, stop worrying. People have been doing this with old spacecraft ranges. Nah. Sure. Way back years ago, kids used to take second-hand rocket ships and do what they called, um, the souping them up. I learned about it in history five. You mean they made space mortars that long ago? Sure. Oh, only they call them hot rods. That's funny. I didn't know they did any space traveling way back then. They did some kind of traveling. I saw a picture of one of their crafts, and I called it an aura bubble or a what? Aura bubble or something like that. Oh, you mean an automobile? Yeah, that's it. Did they go through space in them? Where else could they have gone in them? Oh, I thought maybe they just traveled on the ground. Don't be silly. You use jet cars for traveling on the ground. That's right. Gee, Mickey, you're smart. Oh, you got to apply yourself, Dink. That's all. you got to apply yourself. Now, oh, we give this baby a little test. Uh, hitch up that battery coil to the central explosion power. Right. There we are. Now, we throw the switch for a test. Ready? All set. <laughs> Shall I try the retarding rocket? Go ahead. Okay, cut it. Well, Jake, it looks like we're in business. Yep. Well, maybe next summer sometime we can cut out and take a stab at reaching Mars and then... Yeah. We're going to take that stab tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Mickey? Yes, sir. Tomorrow night. But, gee, we, we could get in a lot of trouble. What trouble? You might get picked up by the space patrol. People ain't allowed to go circling around in space without a permit. And least of all, in a second-hand job like this. Dink? Yeah? Remember what my old man does for a living? Sure, he's a space cop. Which would make it all the worse for you if he caught you. It would be plenty bad for me. But he's going to catch me. How can you keep him from it? I can find out where he's going to be and use a planet channel as far from there as possible. You think he'll tell you where he's going to be? Oh, he's going to, Dink. You just wait till tonight. (laughs) 
I swear they'll put anything in the facsimile paper. You're right, Pop. Anything to take up room. Pop, you're absolutely right. Mm. Here comes some high-frequency scientist with a single-cell brain sounding off about how we should build defenses against an attack from Mars. <laughs> what a knock noodle. Always with a planet. 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 You're right, Pop. They're yeah, all alike. Bunch of dreamers with loose bolts in their turrets. Planet travel, planet war, planet exploring. So you hear these days, planets. You sure are right, Pop. Yep. Hey, how come I'm so right about everything tonight? Oh, well, I don't know, Pop. I, uh, I just happen to agree with you. Uh-huh. Well, stop agreeing with me and eat your egg planet. <laughs> you mean my egg planet? I mean, leave me alone so I can read my paper. <clears throat> uh, hey, Dad. Hmm? Those scientists think they know everything, don't they? Mm. Now, you take Professor O'Leary at school, the one who teaches us astronomy. Mm. He's supposed to be the last word on how the interplanetary area is operated. And he says that the Space Patrol covers Celestial Channel 7 every night in the week. Huh? That's what he said. Oh. Professor O'Leary. What a wise age. It just so happens we don't touch Channel 7 but once a week. On uh, uh, Sunday night, sir, right? No, Tuesday night. You'd think a professor of astronomy would know better than that. Oh, I guess he had his dates mixed. If a person don't know, they ought to ask. That's the way I figure, Pop. That's just the way I figure. <laughs> Get back! Get back! Maybe they did hear you. Anyhow, they stopped. That's some weird trick. 
That's the biggest, most deadly looking thing I ever saw. Look, what are they doing? They're opening up the whole front end. Like a huge mouth. Dink, Mickey, we're moving. We're moving toward him. I thought the power was dead. No, no, we're not moving on power. We're getting drawn in. No. They're sucking us in like a whale sucks in little fishes. Mickey, we've got to do something. We've got to do something. What can we do? We're going in. We're going in. Mickey, Mickey. <laughs> Where are you, Dink? Over here by the control panel. Oh, I can't see things from you. Black is the inside of a vacuum. I don't understand this thing. I do I understand it. I'll settle for just getting out of it. Well, we're swallowed up. What kind of a crash is this? It's like something from... What's the matter? How do people last night about... About what? About how we could be attacked by them. By who? The Martians. <laughs> Hey, the lights went on. From the dark. I'm blinded. I can't see a thing. Open your hands and come out. Who, who is that? Uh, I don't know. But I got a feeling we better do as we're told. Come out. Hey, Mickey. You heard me. Take a trip to the... Uh, Dink means we just thought we'd uh, do a little joyriding. There is little joy for Earthmen who cruise outside their stratosphere. This is no man's land, Mickey Turner. This is here? Who knows your name? We know everything, Dink, Texas. Jeepers. We are smart. We are very smart. Our brains are ten times the size of any man's on Earth. Remember what I told you, Dink? They got telepathic intelligence. They know what's in your mind before you open your mouth. Look, look, if that's what they're like, the Earth is sunk. The Earth is sunk, boys. We have come to observe your planet before the Martian expeditionary forces strike. It is too bad you have to cross our path. Well, what are you going to do to us? Wait. Uh-oh. You're going to kill us. I'll bet you my new space suit. What do I need with a new space suit if they're going to kill us? Oh, Mick, we never should have started this. Now get hold of yourself, Dink. Don't let maximum panic anxiety create superego tension. Who's letting maximum panic anxiety create superego tension? Whatever happens, we we only tried to make ourselves a place in history, Dink. Oh, I wish I had a place at home under the bed. Uh, ma'am. Hey, yes, Mr. Martin... Your Honor, sir? We have come to a decision. Yes, sir? You are too insignificant for us to kill, too unimportant, too puny and worthless and stupid. Gee, thank you, sir. That's the nicest thing anybody ever said, Lord. This time we are going to let you go. But if we ever lay eyes on you again, if, for instance, we observe you tomorrow night trespassing in this channel... 
We shall destroy you. We'll be good, sir. You had better. Or else we shall disintegrate you and use your energy to feed our rocket power. Oh, I know, sir. Please, sir. Then watch your step. Now get back in that obsolete spaceship of yours and close the hatch. Yes, sir. Come on, King. Hurry up. Come on, quick. Let us take it over. Close the hatch, King. Some trip down. You better close the hangar doors. We don't want anybody to see this space motor. No, I guess we don't. I was just thinking, Rick. Yeah, I know. Were you thinking too? Uh-huh. Same thing as me? I guess so. What are we going to do? I don't know yet. We know something that nobody else in the world knows. Yeah. We know they're up there. We know they're getting ready to smash us to smithereens. I wish we'd have stayed home. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. And now we got to face the facts, Jim. I hate facts, don't you, Mick? Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way exactly. Yeah. I guess I do. Gee, if we tell, we got to also tell that we went up in the space order. My old man's going to raise supersonic blazes with me. Well, it's going to blow the roof off. But still, we got to look at it like Earth citizens. We can't just keep our mouths shut and let the Martians take everybody by surprise. Well, I guess we can't. Are you going to tell? I don't see any other way out. Maybe. Maybe they won't have time to raise blazes with us. Maybe they'll be too busy getting ready to fight them off. Maybe so. But somehow or other, I think my old man will find time.
but police speak well, then I tell you they stopped us. They told us what they got in mind. Uh-huh. Well, now, look, Mac, I... I... You don't believe me, do you? You, uh, want an honest answer? No, I just want somebody to do something. To do something. Well, I'm going to do something. What? I'm going out to lunch. <laughs> But, Professor Leary, nobody will listen to me. Of course I understand, boy. They were there. We talked to them. They told us. I'm sure you believe it implicitly, Mickey. Huh? This is a fairly commonplace symptom of the imaginative brain. You and Dink were all prepared to see Martians in Channel 7, and so you just projected them. That's what Professor... happened to the best of mine. And I'm sure yours is perfectly sound and healthy. Where are you going? I'm getting out of here, Lois. Still got a mind left at all. And then what did they do, Mickey? Oh, what difference does it make me, Bill? Oh, I'm just asking, Mickey. You mean you believe it? Of course I do. Hey, couldn't you persuade your daddy to take the patrol up tonight? What good would that do? Well, don't you remember what you said? What? If they told you that if you dared to come back tonight, they'd destroy you. Yeah? Well, that means they're going to be there tonight, don't it? No, that won't work. Why not? He won't go. That's why not. As a matter of fact, he told me I'd better not even mention the Martians to him again. He sure makes me mad. And my pop makes me madder. They'll see. They'll start moving when it's too late. When the Martians have taken their homes and their wives and their kids. But now listen. If we went up tonight... And after we were gone a half an hour or so, Maybell went to my pop and told on it. Oh, no. Oh, why not? Because your pop would call my pop, and they'd get the space patrol and come up and... You see, they'd spank coins on it. No, they'd be too busy rescuing us from the Martians. You mean we'd let them take us again? Exactly. It's the only chance we got. But you want to go down in history, don't you? You want to be remembered in the future, don't you? I'm getting so I can take it or leave it alone, Miss. We can't afford to think of ourselves now, Dink. we got to prove what we saw. Maybelle? Yes, Miss? At 20.30 tonight, I want you to go see my pop. Tell him we're up Channel 7 in an old space snorter. Tell him it's against the law. And he ought to go and get us and bring us back and teach us a lesson. Will you do that? Yes, Nick. And Maybelle? Yeah, Dink? Tell him to come in a hurry, or there may not be enough left of us to teach us a lesson on. How far up are we, then? Just about where we saw him last night, then. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. Listen, do you hear a knock in the motor? That's not a knock in the motor. That's a knock in my knee. Oh, you gotta be brave, then. You gotta realize that we gotta save the world. That's what I keep telling my knees. But they won't listen. Look, they throw the status beam again. We stop. Look, to the left. Here they come. Here they come, think they've seen us. Mickey. Yeah. They're opening up, Dink. We're gone in. We're gone in. <laughs> Taking our money and bought a vacant lot. For what? We could have dug a hole and pulled the ground in after it. Oh, you have come back. Ah. We 
We shall give you a welcome. You won't soon forget. Open your hat and come out. We, uh, we just thought we'd come up and see you again. Sure, that's fine. Oh, no, sir. Sure, that's fine. What else? You're going to quite wise. Listen to me. Quiet, Burrow. Hard to one. Why did we knock him off last night when we had the chance? That'll do, Burrow. Get the work right off the bat. Hmm? Oh, I never thought men from Mars talked like that. Burrow happens to come from South Mars. From South Mars is a place I wouldn't want to be. You don't have to worry, Earthman. You'll never be anywhere again. What? You're going to spend the rest of your lives nowhere. Please, mister. What do you mean? I mean we're going to wreck your rocket power and then shoot you out into space. And you'll just hang up there from here on out. No. What's the matter? You'll like it. It'll be very quiet. I want my pop. You won't see your pop no more, but your pop will see you. How? Oh, you look up in the sky, and there you'll be a new star. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you'll make a wish on you. We're giving these creatures too much time. Disintegrate their rockets, Paul. Your chance.
I miss. Half for you and half for Jim. Gee, thanks. Only hurry up and eat it before the short flight parade begins. They're going to carry you on their shoulders to the square. And the mayor's going to make a speech and... Oh, it's going to be wonderful. Gee, it sure is great. I didn't expect anything like this. Terrific, huh, Miss? Uh, I said terrific, huh? Oh, I don't know. What's the matter with you? Well, after all, what we started out to do was to go to Mars. I guess you forgot that. Yeah, I know, Miss. It turned out okay, I guess. But what we did won't get us a place in history. We still ain't gonna be nobody to generations to come. But this chocolate pie tastes awful good to the generation that's already here. Next week, another exciting story from the world of tomorrow. 2000 Plus presents The Diamond Helmet. 2000 Plus is produced by Sherman H. Dyer and Robert Wen Olson. In today's story, Ronnie Lift played Mickey, Ronnie Jacoby was Dink, Colette McMahon was Maybell, Ed Latimer was the father, John Gregg was Bocce, and Sandy Bickert was Murrow. Script by Peter Berry. The orchestra was conducted by Emerson Buckley, music composed by Elliot Jacoby. Sound effects by Walt Shaver and Adrian Penner. This is Bob Emmerich speaking. This program came to you from New York. <laughs>